the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're starting a powerful new message with you today that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. God has opened doors of opportunity for you and me. Doors of opportunity opened by the Lord just for you and me. The Bible tells us that any door God opens, no man can shut. And that any door God shuts, no man can open. Although it's true that the door God opens, no man can shut. It's also true that the doors he opens can go unentered by us. We can choose for whatever reason to not walk through the doors that God opened for us and thereby miss out on all that God has in store for us. That's why each and every one of us needs to learn to walk through the doors that God opens for us. That way we can receive and achieve everything that God has opened the door for us to receive and achieve. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3 as we learn some awesome things today about how you can be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you. You're going to be blessed by this information that we receive today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, God has opened a door for you that cannot be closed. Yes, God has opened a door for you that no man can open uh, or is shutting a door for you that no man can open. Yes, awesome opportunities are available to you, but yet now it's time to find out how to go through that door that God has in store for you so that you can be able to maximize all that God wants you to realize and to have an actual manifestation of all these wonderful things in Jesus name. Foundational text, Revelations chapter three. Of course, this is the Lord speaking unto the church at Philadelphia and also at the same time speaking to the church here in San Antonio. Revelations chapter three. We'll begin reading at verse seven. It said, and, and to the Lord, and to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, write these things, saith he that is holy, who is God, of course, he that is true. Nobody else is true but God. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. He said, I know thy works. God speaking unto each and every one of you saying, I know your works. But then he says, behold, which we already learned means check it out. Don't miss this. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and has kept my word and has not denied my name. He says, I have set before thee an open door. God says, I know your works. He said, I've set before thee an open door. Now, a lot of times, if I could put it this way, a lot of times people think only in relationship to when that statement is read that God said, I know your works. And because of that, I've set open, I've set before thee an open door. 
But it's not limited to that. It also includes that. I know your works. I know what you've been doing. I know what you've been going through. I know exactly what it is that you what efforts that you have been presenting in order to be able to step into the things that I have in store for you. But I want you to know that I know your works. But behold, notice he didn't say behold to your works. Notice he said behold to the open door that he set before you. Notice he doesn't say behold to your works. Notice he says behold to the open door that he set before you. Because a lot of us are beholding our works. What we're doing, what it is that we're uh, doing. Lord, I'm praying this much. Lord, I'm giving like you told me to give. Lord, I'm speaking what you wanted me to speak. Lord, I'm doing all that it is that you have for me to do. I'm coming to church seven days out of the week. I mean, and then even then, I'm, you know, if you can come up with an eighth day, I'm coming to eighth day too. I'm coming to every service that's there, every fellowship that's there. I'm giving to the poor. I'm, 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 I'm reading my Bible. I'm studying. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all these things, Lord. Why aren't all these things happening for me? Like I want them to happen happen for me. God says, behold, I've given you an open door. A lot of times we have a tendency to trust in our works and trust in what we're doing and trust in all that it is that we are doing and all that we are and all it is that we are about. But God say this thing ain't going to be about you. Not this year. That's why you haven't gotten as far as you're supposed to get It's because it's been too much of you, not enough of him. It's been too much of you, not enough of him. This year, we're going to find out that this is all about the open door and this is all about him who has opened the door, because long before he begins to speak about the open door in this passage, he speaks about himself. Let's go back to verse seven. He said, and to the angels of of the church of Philadelphia, write these things saith he that is holy. Before he starts talking about the door, he talks about who's writing this. And who's who's at least who's the one that's telling the angels to write this him who is holy him who is true and he that have the key of David and he that openeth and no man shutteth and he that shutteth and of course and no man openeth. He says I know thy works. He said and I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it for thou hast a little strength. See thou you got just a little strength. But the strength that's necessary to open the door comes from me. Don't come from you. And the ability to be able to see the door comes from me. Doesn't come from you. And the ability to be able to walk through the door is going to come from me, not from you. This year, you're going to get a chance to be able to enter into the rest that's going to bring you the rest that God has in store for you. To enter into the rest That's going to give you the rest that God has in store for you because God's seen your works, but your works aren't doing it. God wants you to see now the door that he has opened for you and you can't see the door that he has opened until you see him. You'll never receive the strength to walk into the door that he's opened for you until you receive him the way he wants you to receive him. Turn with me, please, to the book of Hebrews chapter four. Yes, this is the door, the year of the open door. But this is also a year of the rest that's going to bring you the rest. Hebrews chapter four. I'm talking to San Antonio right now. This is the year of the rest that's going to bring you the rest. It's going to be a year of the best. And it's going to be a year to op- to, and a, for an opportunity to pass the test. It's going to be a year for the rest, the best, and an opportunity to pass the test. Because by entering into the rest... That rest is going to bring you the rest. 
by entering into the rest, that rest is going to bring you the rest. Hebrews chapter four, verse one. You're there. Let me get there. Hebrews chapter four, verse one. It says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of. It says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us. God has left us many promises. God has given us many promises. In the midst of this room are awesome things that God has placed in your heart. In this room are awesome things that God has placed within your head. Ideas, concepts, precepts, imaginations, things that you have opportunity to do that have been haunting many of you. Things that you've seen for years that, man, I could, I, I could have this, I could do this, but, but, but Lord, I want to get this and why can't I have this? This year you're going to be able to find out. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering to his rest, any of you should seem to be short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day of on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. And they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limiteth a certain day saying in David today, after so long a time, it is said today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, for if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God, for he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Of course, he goes on after that to talk about for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the bone and the marrow, and is, and is also a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our hearts. But God is saying right there that he said, there is a rest that is waiting for me and you. There's a wait, a rest that was established by God, which as a result of that rest, I said that rest, as a result of that rest, it'll be able to have us the opportunity to be able to receive every single promise that was promised to you and me. There's a rest that's waiting for you. This year is a year that you'll have an opportunity to enter into that rest so that you can receive the rest of what God has in store for you. Because everybody in this room has received promises from God. Everybody in this room has received manifestations of the greatness of God. If it, y'all, y'all was a little, little, little weak on that. Anybody in here born again? Lift up your hand if you're born again. Then every one of you have already received promises of God because God, God has promised you salvation. That if you just believe, speak out of your mouth what it is that God said in relationship to salvation, then you would receive the salvation that God has in store for you. And you've already received that. 
But included in that salvation is healing, wholeness, soundness, deliverance, comfort, peace, prosperity, protection, and a lifestyle resurrection. Some of those things have not manifested in our lives the way that it's supposed to manifest in our lives. And many of us are walking around agitated, messed up, jacked up. Why it is when these things ain't happening? We up there bombarding the gates of heaven, which, by the way, are already opened under us and we don't have to be bombarding them. We up in there all throning, thronging the, the throne of God and saying, God, how come you ain't did this? And God, how come you ain't did that? And God, how come you ain't came through? God, where's my stuff? Where's my money? Where's my healing? Where's my family being put back together? Why my kids still crazy? Why my husband, wife still crazy? Y'all can say amen at any time. Praise God. Why it is that all this stuff ain't happening? And why ain't all this going on? Where my millions? Where my billions? Where my trillions? Come on up in here. Where this? Where that? Where that? And God said, it's all in the rest that I've given you. Because once you learn to step into that rest, you will receive the rest of what God has in store for you. Once you learn to step into that rest, you will receive all the rest that God has in store for you. Go back up to verse verse one. That's why it says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us, us entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to fall short of it. Now, of course, he says, let us therefore fear. Now, you got to go back up to chapter three to find out what he's talking about. We're not going to go there now, but we're going to go there another time. Go back up to chapter three to find out what he's talking about. And you'll find out that, that their fathers, their forefathers had never entered into all that it is that God had in store for them. That God had a promise for each and every one of them. First was a problem, promise of deliverance, which every one of them received. Whereas he pulled them out of Egyptian bondage and came out of Egyptian bondage to step into the freedom that God had ordained for them to walk in. But the second promise they did not receive. And that's the one that stepped into the promised land that he had in store for them. Many theologians arguably believe that it was 3.5 million people that was delivered from Egyptian bondage. But yet when we study the scripture, we find out only two of them that were delivered from the bondage actually made it into the promised land. And why did only two not enter into, I mean, two of them enter in and the rest of them not enter into the promised land that God has in store for them? He explains that in chapter three because of their unbelief, because of their hard heartedness, because of their stiff necked, because they refuse to listen to God, believe what it is he said. Good to see you, my brother, to believe what it is that he has said and to step into all that it is that God had for them that was live and no longer dead because they would not trust God, because they would not believe God, because they would not have faith in God. They never got a chance to step into the fullness of what it is that God had in store for them. God said, because of that, you ought to fear that that same thing happened to you. That you ought to do everything you can to make sure that that same thing doesn't happen to you. That you don't be a people that are walking in circles for the rest of the days of your life. That you don't be a people that are walking in the wilderness when there's already a promised land designed for you. Where there's already houses that's been built that's waiting on you. That there's already vineyards that have already been planted and already developing for you. There's already opportunities that are already yours where God has already opened a door for you to be able to step forward into the fullness of the things that he has in store for you. But because of unbelief, because of lack of faith because of the fact that we will not receive what it is that God said, believe what it is that God said, and then sit back and rest in what God has said. Because of that, we never move forward into the things that God has in store for you. God says to you this year, you ought to pay close attention to everything that he's going to tell you. Do not be stiff necked. Do not be hard hearted. Do not be able to just sit back. So I don't know about all that. Well, guess what? You are not going to step into the things that God has in store for you. You will not walk into the open door that God 
God has set before you. You will not step into the promised land that he has in store for you. God said, I opened a door for you this year. This is a year of awesome opportunity. This is a year of magnificent manifestation. This is a year where staggering things will begin to start manifesting in the midst of each and every one of your lives where you will move into those houses that you've been waiting to move in. You will begin to drive the thing that you was waiting to drive. That you'll start wearing what it is that you wanted to wear. Are you listening to me? That these bills will be gone once and for all. You'll be debt free, walking in total freedom financially, that you'll be able to have the fullness of your health where every single body part of your body is functioning to the perfection that God created to function without a single malfunction. God has opened a door for you that is staggering. But the question is, will you allow yourself to be able to be led into the thing that he has in store for each and every one of you? They didn't even know where the promised land was. Just like many of us don't know where the promised land is. But God's going to show you where it is. That's if you got an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say and a willingness to be led in his way. See, a lot of us have problems with being led in his way, Brother Al. A lot of us got problems with that. You know, we don't want to be led in his way. We want God to do it our way. Well, trust me on this. You'll never step into the things that God has in store for you until you're willing to do the things that he tells you to. That's why out of 3.5 million people, only two of them made it into the promised land because only two of them were willing to hear and do what it is he had to say. That is an awesome figure to me. Two out of 3.5 million, dying. What about everybody else? Died in the wilderness. Never received the awesome things that God has in store for us. The Bible says that it is written for our admonition. One of the one of the definitions for that word admonition is warning. And so since it's written, written for our warning, then danger, danger, Will Robinson. Pay close attention to the fact that most people never step into the fullness of what God has in store for them. And the reason why is because of their hard head. And because of their hard head, then they will stay in a place that's dead. But if you open up your minds, open up your hearts, allow God's word to part the darkness on the inside of you and receive what he has for you, then he, you will receive what he has for you. Are you listening to me? We read on uh, verse two. For unto us, the gospel was preached. See, this word of God is going to be preached to you. No, no. See, I know you saying, well, it's been being preached to me. It's going to be preached to you again. And when you hear it this time, you're going to hear it. See, a lot of times in the past, you heard it, but you didn't hear it. A lot of times you heard it and you heard it only for excitement. Woo! Glory to God. Wasn't that wonderful? No. Because until it manifests all the goodness that God has in store for you, it ain't about nothing. Might as well say Polly want a cracker. Are you listening to me? Might as well say hickory dickory doctor. Mouse ran up the clock because that plus uh, 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 your works will get you nothing. But if you hear what God has to say this year, have an ear to hear what it is he has to say to you, he's going to talk to you. We was telling the prayer team yesterday, the people that came for prayer yesterday, Lord had me speak to them first and let me tell them, tell them that between now and the rest of this year, for the next 52 weeks, you better listen to everything he got to say because he's going to speak to you clearly. I mean, he's going to be talking to y'all. There's folk in here that think that they don't hear the voice of God. You're going to hear the voice of God. He's going to talk to you like he ain't never talked to you before. He's going to talk to you with a Staggering, I mean, a staggering definitiveness to the point that you could not deny that he just told you what it is he just told you, that you could not deny that that was God that spoke that to you. The only thing you can do at that point is deny what he said to you, that I refuse to move forward into what God has in store for you. And we've already been reading in, 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 in uh, Isaiah chapter one, that if you refuse and rebel when the word of God come to you, then, uh, then the mouth of the sword, uh, then the sword, yeah, the mouth of the sword will devour you. 
because the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Isaiah chapter one. And so uh, 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 we're not going to refuse and rebel. We're going to receive all that it is that God has in store for us. And when he tells us things, we're going to do what he tells us to do. When he says things to us, we're going to line up with what he says to us. We ain't going to be questioning like they did in the wilderness. The ones that didn't make it through that other three point. Eight, three point five million minus two. The rest of them that stayed in the wilderness and died in the wilderness and never stepped forward in all they had in store for them. That was their way of doing things. That's no longer going to be our way of doing things. We are people who are going to walk forward into the fullness of the things that God has in store for us by hearing what He has to say as He leads us to the promised land that He has for us this very day. It's already been ordained for you. It's already been set up for you. It's already the door has already been open. Now all you got to do is walk through it, and He's going to be a voice that's going to come behind you and say, turn this way, turn that way. This is what I want you to say. It's going to be a voice that's going to be rising up within you. That's going to say, stop doing this and start doing that and start doing this and stop doing that and stop doing this and start doing that. And we're going to stop it when he says, stop it. We're going to start it when he says, start it. We're not going to be standing over on the sideline talking about, well, why I got to do all that and why? Why? Because you're going to stay dead if you don't do it. Because there's an open door that he's got for you. So I saying, behold, check it out. Don't miss this. I've opened a door for you. Now you got to go in the direction that I tell you to go. Now you got to do what I tell you to do. Now you got to live like I tell you to live. Give like I tell you to give. Be what I tell you to be so that you can walk in total victory. Is there anybody in here that want to walk in total victory? I'm talking about nothing missing, nothing broken in your life. I'm talking about everything accurate and precise in your life. Everything working the way God wanted it to work. I'm talking about stepping into the fullness of what God has in store for you. Well, there's an open door for you. And God says, I'm going to lead you to it. And I'm going to guide you to it. And I'm going to direct you to it. And I'm going to show you what you need to know. But all you got to do is just trust me and believe I know what I know. See, a lot of us don't believe God knows more than they do. But this year, you're going to find out God knows more than you do. Are you listening to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. We move on. Ha, ha, ha. Verse two, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. See, there's going to be people that's going to hear the word, not going to mix faith with it, and not going to receive what God has in store for I hope that person ain't sitting next to you. Everybody say, hmm. Look over at the person next to you and say, hmm, I hope it ain't you. And then I ask them, say, it ain't me. Look over at the other person and say, is it you? So, mm-mm. Now say it like, mm-mm. <laughs> Amen. Because we're going to mix faith with what God said. Oh, yes, we are. Verse 3. For we which have believed do enter into rest. See, that's one of the ways that you're going to be able to tell this year that you believe. Because a lot of people walk around thinking they believe, but they still agitated. A lot of people still thinking that they believe, but they can't keep their feet still. A lot of people say they believe, but they won't do what God told them to do. This year, there's going to be a rest that you're going to recognize. There's a rest you're going to recognize. Everybody say rest. Oh, see, this rest is off the chain. This rest is a place of peace and contentment. It's a place of quietness and assurance. It's a place of peace and contentment. Where's there be peace? Everybody say peace. God said, my peace I'll leave with you. Not as the world give, give either unto you. I'm going to give you my peace. When God shares with you this word, when he shares with you what it is he wants you to do, each time he shares with, with you, a peace is going to manifest. Well, that's all the way up time for today. 
We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me. Open doors that God wants us to walk through. Open doors that we can choose to walk through or not. It's our choice. That's why I hope each and every one of us learns to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you so that we can receive and achieve everything that God has available for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out of you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. And to all the single saints out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship on Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month. For all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge for the free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 